You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Welcome back, BetQL Daily, right here on the BetQL Network. Joe O, Joe G, and Hawks are with you on a Football Friday. Presented by BetMGM. 20 minutes from now, Pam Maldonado joins us from Yahoo Sports. We'll talk some college football with Pam leading into this weekend. Let's dive back to NFL Week 2 here. Cardinals and Raiders on Sunday. This is a, an interesting game because, I mean, you could. there's issues on both these teams after Week 1. The more acute issues, though, obviously, are in Arizona uh, with the way they played against Kansas City. They got absolutely torched. We're looking at the number right now at BetMGM, and we have a five-and-a-half-point number where the Raiders are favored 51 and a half. So one of our higher totals of the weekend. I mean, the loser of this game, their season's mm-hmm. in peril. I mean, really, 0-2 with, with two losses in a row to start this season. Both these teams would be in trouble with a loss. I like the Raiders side, but the number just keeps going one way. I mean, do you think we stay at five and a half, Joe, or, or does this number move before kickoff? This is interesting because it up, up, up all the beginning of the week. Okay. I don't know, but can somebody explain to me why it's five and a half? Exactly. I realize, I, I know this we're all selling the Cardinals. should be closer to a pick em, right? Like, this is weird. I'm, at least. I thought the look-ahead line was more accurate, and the opener was, okay, fine. The, the look-ahead was two and a half. Fine. Okay, you want to make your adjustment? Cardinals look terrible against the Chiefs. They have a horrible game plan defensively against Mahomes. Fine. Fine. You want to respond to that? Okay. <laughs> We're touching six this week. Mm. Why? Why? If you're going to bet on the Cardinals, you bet on them in the first half of the season. I just think this is way too much. And this fits what we've seen historically. Teams lose week one by double digits. They come back and they cover the spread 63% of the time. Why? Because there's an over-adjustment. This is screaming over adjustments. Paul, I'm sorry, but I'm thinking a lot about Arizona. And I know one of your first plays of the week, you were all in on the Raiders. So yeah. I, I don't know where to be on that one. I don't think it makes the, like at five and a half though, is that a play on Arizona? Cause that's the number we got. It's not a plan. Like, Vegas. Like, did it... No, no, it's not. I mean, I, I played it at I think I think the opener was four and a half. I grabbed it there. I, I liked the three and a half. And I missed that. Um, so that's like, the right, that's the number. number. That should yeah. be the number yeah. on this game. Three and a half feels right. I agree. Yeah, and maybe it will close yeah. there. So yesterday, Ertz practices in full. It looks like he's going to be good to go. JJ uh, Watt ends up being limited. Now the Raiders listen. We were mad. We were mad last week because Carr threw three picks, and statistically, they were they were in that game. They should have been in that game. They could have easily taken down the Chargers in Week One. Uh, last ten games as a favorite, the Raiders are one in nine against the spread as a favorite. So you want to back the Raiders as a dog when they're expected to win. They have not been able to come through. We'll see if that continues to happen under Josh McDaniels. Cliff Kingsbury, everybody tears into him, and I'm I'm fine with that. He doesn't make adjustments throughout the season, but early on he's pretty strong. 
He's strong on the road, 17-7-1 against the spread, and he's getting, at the moment, five and a half points. Couple dome teams, so we don't have to look at weather or anything like that there in Las Vegas. So it's, I just think this early in the season when I don't really know what we have in this Raiders team, five and a half is just a lot of points. So I would I will say, Cardinals. I mean, <laughs> I was thinking maybe even Cardinals money line just for funsies play of the day. Ooh. Well, I mean, Kingsbury's 11 and 61% against the spread on the road. I mean, uh, straight up on the road since 2019. Like, they've been good on the road. I mean, that's been Kingsbury, especially early in seasons. Feels like a prop situation. You could you could have some fun with Devontae Adams. They can't cover in Arizona. And, and last week, Carr looked his way every single every time. time. Devontae Adams yeah. is going to have a lot, of, a lot of numbers this year. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't love the five and I a half. Just, I won't bet the side here. I did look at Adams originally, 93 and a half, but then I flipped to Waller at, I believe it was 47 and a half, and Travis yeah. Kelsey murdered the Cardinals last week. So that's going to be a look for me. Oh, there. they suck against Aaron, all tight ends. They are terrible historically. Yeah. yeah. Well, and Isaiah Simmons, every highlight last week was Simmons trying to chase Kelsey. I mean, he's that guy that picked in the top 10. He can't. Be, Remember that was the whole thing? Like he has, he can play five different positions. Well, he can't play any of them well. He doesn't do anything well, that guy. So. Yeah, Paul, the Waller spot might be a good one. And I don't think we have to bring Cardinals money line into this because that just kills the <laughs> 0-4 start to the Cardinals season. But, no, I, I this is Arizona or nothing. I, I, I have to unfortunately agree. All right, let's go to, <laughs> let's go to Colts-Jaguars. This is an interesting game. Um, for someone who's in on the Colts, a 0-1-1 start against the Texans and Jags, not what I was hoping for. It is certainly possible as the number keeps moving towards Jacksonville in this game. We are sitting at three and a half right now. Colts three and a half point favorite, 45 on the total. Pittman on the injury report, Alec Pierce on the injury report, DeForest Buckner on the injury report. Not great for the Colts here. And Joe, as we know, Jacksonville has been a house of horrors for Indianapolis for forever. The Colts have lost their last six games there. Mm-hmm. It's unbelievable. <laughs> when, when you look at the last 14 games, Jaguars-Colts, the Jaguars are 12-1-1 against the spread. In the last 14 matchups, it is. And so you start off your AFC South's uh, schedule with a tie. <laughs> so stupid. Is this must win? Can the Colts start 0-1-1 Texans-Jaguars? Their next game might- is they have the Chiefs next week. The Chiefs on extra rest. Like, yeah, yeah. this feels like a must win. Like, they're going to be – they're going sideways this season if they don't win. Yeah, I think they have to win this game. So, what do we think of the Colts, what they did last week offensively? They did rack up 500 yards. Like, they did move yeah. the football. I mean, there, there's something to, to say about that. 33 first downs last week. I know they played five quarters, but 33 first downs. They moved it. They've got to feel good about that. They just didn't win the game. They outgained Houston by 218 yards. They had 5.7 yards per play on offense. Right team starting slow. Nobody's shocked. We've seen this in the past. But also, what's been followed up? He's looked good. Four years, week two, Reich is 4-0 against the spread. Matt Ryan in the second week of the season. I, I do think game one, game two, that is stuff that's worth looking at. When we get to the stuff like, oh, week eight, week nine, that is completely random. But at the very start of the season, week one, week two, 
I'll put a little bit of credence into that. And Wright's 4-0 against the spread. Matt Ryan is 11-3 against the spread in week number two. So you can kind of pick a trend. And, you know, if you want to back Jacksonville, you'll talk about the history. If you want to back Indy, you'll talk about Reich and Ryan being successful in week number two. I don't have a play on the game. I think it's interesting, though, that this number this week has gone from 4.5 down to 3.5. It appears that there's some serious respected betters backing the Jaguars. And the Jags defense was making some plays against Carson Wentz last week. I do think um, if Trevor Lawrence is working with Doug Peterson, looking at some film, he corrects a few things. I think this Jags team can continue to get better and better each week. We all know the ceiling for Trevor Lawrence. I think we're all expecting him to be better this season. So um, I love the Jags. I already bet him plus four. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking for Trevor Lawrence to show me he's actually good. Like, it's time. Like, he had a full year last year, a new coach. He was one of six on deep passes last week. He missed he missed a couple guys wide open. He's yeah. got to be good. Like, he's got to be better if this team's going to actually start winning some football games. All right, let's go to the Seahawks and 49ers here, a game that's jumped around the 9.5, 10. Now we're down to 8.5 range. Seahawks, 8.5-point favorites over at BetMGM. Excuse me, Niners, 8.5-point favorites. Uh, 41.5 on the total. Aaron, let's start with you because I know you had a prop on this game that you wanted to talk about, Seahawks and the Niners. Okay, so we all know the weather report. It's supposed to be bad in Santa Clara, okay? A lot of rain. Geno Smith under 215 and a half passing, it seems like a play. He had 195 last week, and I think this is an overreaction to what we saw in that game. In four games last season, Geno Smith never went over 215 and a half. The, his highest was 209. What are we doing here with this prop? And it's going to be raining under. I I, like I literally I like was that. looking at this last night thinking he's never even come close to this in a year and the weather's supposed to be bad. No, this is an underplay for me on Geno Smith. Uh man, this game I'm having a tough time. Like everything spot-wise, everything I know about betting the NFL is screaming you bet on San Francisco, but there are some variables here. And yes, I think a Geno Smith fade is very smart. And you'll see the, the catchy graphics out there, people looking for traction on Twitter. Geno Smith is 9-0 against the spread in his last nine starts. Geno Smith stinks, okay? He stinks. Let's not talk about his offense scoring zero points with a brand-new defensive coordinator for the Broncos. Let's not talk about that at all. At home! At home in Seattle, they couldn't score a point. Did did they score a touchdown after the first quarter? I don't think they – did they? I'm not even sure that they did. I Man. So he, I have to check. Now, Jamal Adams, he's out for the season. They made that official yep. yesterday. We all knew that was the case. You see them without Jamal Adams? How do you feel about that defense? It's gonna. I have a feeling that what we're going to see moving forward is the defense from the first half of last season. But I don't trust Trey Lance. Can I really lay more than a touchdown with Trey Lance? And it's it appears that he's going to be dealing with these rainy conditions again. I don't know. Uh, George Kittle did not practice again on Thursday. This is the stuff I'm talking about. And I don't think a much, enough people are, are addressing Eli Mitchell and what he accomplished last oh, year yeah. for them and him being out of the lineup. Maybe it's plug and play for Shanahan's offense with the running back. Maybe we've seen it happen in the past, and maybe you won't see a difference. 
with Wilson out there. But another thing, Shanahan is a big favorite. (laughs) He's not very good. Not very good. He's lost 13 of his last 23 straight up. He's lost as a favorite when he's supposed to be winning those games. So everything points to Niners for me, surface level. But there are some concerning things. I would not take San Francisco in Survivor. That would scare the hell out of me. Could I bet them? Yeah, I could, I could get down on Niners 8.5, 9.5, as long as the number's short of 10. Yeah. I could get there. But Survivor Lives, everything on the line, uh, no, I'm not interested. There, it's, it's a continue the Geno fade with the Niners. I think the Niners win this game with their defense. So I'm, I'm worried about Trey Lance, too. I, I'm not interested in laying all these points. But then the Niners win the game with their defense. There is a plus 950 out there on the Niners defense to score a touchdown in this game. I what like if that. you put the Seahawks in a teaser? <laughs> yeah, but couldn't the game be 27-10? I just, like, they could yeah. – I, I get the yeah. idea, Aaron. I do. Plus I just, 14 and a half? They're not losing by more than that, are they? But wouldn't you rather te- – would you rather tease San Francisco minus two and a half? Yeah. For yeah, now, I have less that's confidence good. in that. Really? Yeah, I'm probably. <laughs> is it the weather? Kittle? Is the weather in the Trey Lance issues? I just, I yeah, need to see more. It's too early for in the season for me to feel confident really on either team. That's why I'm joking that Seahawks in a teaser seems but, like a movie. But I also think the Seahawks won their Super Bowl. On Monday, too. Yeah, in a short week. Well, Emotion, short week. Yeah. It's division game? Can you believe the Seahawks? Aren't they the only team in their division that won? I mean, I yes. never would have thought that heading wow. into the season. When they're 4-13, and 13, we'll think back and laugh about week one. <laughs> we'll be like, oh, remember that? That was fun. <laughs> they were in first place. All right, let's jump to the Bengals and the Cowboys, two teams that thought they'd be in first place this year. Um, not sure either will be. I, I certainly feel like the Cowboys will not be. It's Cooper Rush against Joe Burrow in this one, and we know the public's going to be on the Bengals. I mean, that's going to be a big play, survivor, teasers, whatever. Seven and a half is the uh, spread right now. Bengals minus seven and a half, 41 and a half on the total. What do we think, Joe? Would you take the Cowboys well, with the, the points? Yeah, the public's going to be on the Bengals. Joe O's going to be on the Cowboys. How could I not back Cooper Rush? Come on. I'm getting more than a touchdown at home, end the season, fire everyone, have a complete reset. That's all they're hearing in Dallas all week, all week. Cooper Rush, last year, his start beat the Vikings, and it wasn't just managing the game. He threw for 325 yards, two touchdowns, quarterback rating of 92. Since I'm getting more than a touchdown, I know it looks dicey, but I'm going to take Dallas at home. My first reaction after that Bengals loss was, I want to bet on Joe Burrow next week. And then all this happened. And now they're favored by more than a touchdown on the road. Uh, I I think it's going to take a little bit of time for that Bengals offensive line to gel. So it's gross, but um, I'm going to be on the Cowboys. Hmm. I know he had a bunch of interceptions last week, so I don't want to overreact. But Joe Burrow interception, I mean, the Cowboys had the most interceptions by it for any team in 2021. Sure. It's definitely a look. It is. Micah Parsons could blow this game up for the Bengals offense. That certainly could happen. Joe O, Joe G, and Hawks with BetQL Daily. On the other side, Pam Maldonado joins us to talk some college football next on the BetQL Network.
We'll be right back with BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network.